week of November 14th, 2021. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. What is so fragile that even speaking its name will break it? It's... Any guesses? Josh? It's Josh, it, I would guess. It's it's silence, you dumbass. Oh, Jesus. I, I thought it would be Josh. It is. Hi, it's Josh. <laughs> All right, here's your news. Delays, Josh. The word of the day is delays. Did you say the word of the day friend. is Delaney Quartermain? No, delays. No. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got a few delays coming this week. Here we go. First up, Platinum Games has delayed Soul Cresta from its previously announced December 9th release date. They announced that during the uh, live stream titled Soul Cresta Hideki Kamiya is very sorry stream <laughs> good god that's hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah new release date was not shared uh kamiya said he hopes to have it announced or hopes to announce it at the beginning of the new year so outside of the delay platinum Games showcased various new footage of the game as well as confirmed that the game includes a five minute score attack mode a caravan mode uh, as well as a vertical screen mode uh, Kamiya also teased that a certain vessel from previous games in the Cresta series will appear in Soul Cresta and premiered the game's opening movie. So, hmm. no, no Soul Cresta for us next month. A uh, bit of a bummer, but this has been kind of the year of shmups to begin with. So, mm. we're just up to our tits in shmups. So, uh, I think we'll be fine. Up to my teats. Yep, right there. Up to your teeties. To uh, the teats. next delay. The next delay was uh, the Steam Deck. Hmm. So uh, Valve revealed last Wednesday in a blog post that the Steam Deck is going to be released. So this handheld PC will first start shipping to fans in February uh, instead of uh, in December. So that's going to be a two-month delay. Hmm. Valve blamed uh, the global supply chain uh, issues for the device's delay. Prior to this uh, this announcement, the Steam Deck didn't necessarily have an exact release date. Just uh, Valve told fans to expect it to ship sometime in December. But the same ship shortages that are preventing players around the world from getting a PS5 or Xbox Series X have now hit the Steam Deck. Uh, the new launch window in February will start with the same reservation queue as before, meaning that only customers who reserve their Steam Deck fast enough to get a December date should expect their deck in february fans who were late to the party should expect a two-month delay to their shipping date uh and valve said it plans to update players estimated shipping date soon is the steam deck something josh that you were interested in that you were planning on getting or thinking of getting absolutely not no wow that's a that's a defiant no <laughs> this is that uh that the the switch killer right is that what we're <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, the switch killer. Yeah, you know, but it's it's, it's Linux. Basically... It's, it's a Linux switch killer, right? It's not a PC. It's not Windows. Yeah, basically just a steam machine, you know, for your you know handheld steam machine. Nothing for you. No, no dice. No, sir. No, I, I don't know, man. If I if I really wanted a, a portable PC or a handheld, I get one of those like Game Park thirty twos or JXDs. I don't know. There's there's portable tablets out there. There's tablets you can get with game controllers. I don't know, man. This is yeah. silly. It's silly. Uh, it's silly, I tell you. I, I love that uh, when we're talking about something like this, you roll out the game park. <laughs> I love it. 
Love it. That's what people tune in for. They want they want Josh's hot obscure takes. They want the game park. I always wanted a game park. Those things were amazing. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, final delay of the week. This one, this one, uh, not unexpected, but was still a bit of a bummer for me. The play date uh, has been delayed. Um, they uh, panic sent out an email to all their pre-order holders, uh, myself included, letting them know uh, that the play date is not going to make it by the end of the year. Uh, it turns out what happened is they actually got their first shipment in and the batteries were junk. Uh, they were not holding, uh, they were not holding the charge that they expected. And uh, uh, so panic was like, you know what, we're not going to ship them out this way. We're going to, uh, send them back, get new batteries. They're going through a different battery distributor or manufacturer now. Um, and so that is going to cause a bit of delay. So hmm. uh, the the first batch of play dates should be out by the end of January, early February. So um, I was in the, uh, the uh, round one, so I should be getting uh, the play date at that point. Um, a little bit of a bummer. I was hoping a uh, play date would be something we could talk about frequently on this show, but we'll just have to wait a little bit. That is a, that's a bit of a bummer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. What was it that you were looking forward to the most about this play date? Well, there's the game um, by uh, uh, Takahashi, uh, uh, Keita Takahashi, uh, the, the Katamari guy known, known, you know, mainly for Katamari and, uh, you know, his other wacky games. That was pretty neat. But I, I just like the concept of it. I like that it's um, it's kind of an open source system. I like the seasons of it. You know, every two weeks, they're going to dump two games on your play date for you. It's, they're just going to be, boop, they'll pop up uh, every two weeks. I like that concept. Um, and I like the idea of, you know, you can just sideload games on there and, and uh, develop games for it yourself, even if you want to. So there's a pretty nice little community out there for Playdate already. Um, so I was just interested interested to see, um, you know. Sounds like you just rewound five years and with. said, "How did the Ouya fail?" Well, let's just do all those yeah. same things. Yeah, yeah, on an Android platform. Yeah, I, I want to crank, man. I want to I want to crank my games. That's that's what I'm excited for. I, I guess I guess games. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, it's the year of cotton, man. There's nothing but cotton news this year. It's true. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, my Switch is just packed with cotton games. Uh, in and Games will release Cotton Rock and Roll in the West as Cotton Fantasy this winter. Hmm. Uh, the game will be available both digitally and a retail physical copy. Uh, you can get that via Strictly Limited Games. Uh, and pre-orders for that opened yesterday. So uh, if you're interested in a uh, physical copy, copy of Cotton Fantasy, uh, you might want to head over to Strictly Limited and see if there are any pre-orders available. Uh, in, so in Japan, Cotton Rock and Roll is due out for PS4 and Switch on December 23rd, uh, followed by PC sometime in winter, uh, 21 and 22. Hmm. Uh, play as the characters you know from the Cotton series, as well as guest characters from series such as Umihara Kawase and Doki Doki Puyacho. Hmm. Uh, it's it's an exhilarating and fun shoot 'em up with six playable characters and more. I don't know what that means, so more than six characters, I guess. Uh, each character has different performance and actions. There are a total of sixteen scrolling stages, both vertical, horizontal, and three D. Dude, that's like Panorama Cotton. 
Nice. Yeah. Yep. So, so uh, they're they're mixing it up for this one, man. That's it's, pretty rad. It's interesting. It is. It yeah. is kind of amazing that cotton is just blown up. It's like how many cotton games can, yeah. can we just rattle out quickly so we can get our switch just just littered with different cotton games now? And it's like, hey, America, guess what happened in the mid '90s? You got a cotton game. You had it. It was awesome. It was on the Turbo Graphics, and you fucking blew it. You had it, and now guess yeah. what? Twenty five years later is when you finally get to play them again. Bastards. That's right. Uh, and then finally in our news, Josh, uh, the Game Awards 2021, which are taking place on December 9th, it will feature between 40 and 50 games, according to organizer Jeff Keeley. That guy. Uh, and Yeah, damn Jeff Keeley. So uh, cool. He says, you know, it's great to have celebrities. It's great to have music. But I think focusing on games is really important. You think so, Jeff? At the Game Awards, you think focusing on games is important? Well, Jesus Christ. Is this going to be on G4? (laughs) Yeah, right? The new G4. Uh, Especially this year, he says there will be a lot of content for 2022 and 2023 that will be showing us our kind of biggest lineup yet of world premieres and announcements. So, uh, yeah, according to Jeff, uh, awards are the awards are about half the show and the other half is uh, all the announcements and premieres. All right. So well, that's yeah. cool. There it is. Like is that, said, gonna, is that uh, on a just, network? Is that going to be streamed online? What, what is this? Uh, it's, it, it, it used to be on a network. They had it on, I don't know. Spike TV? Like, a couple of years ago, they put it on something. I forget what it was. I think it's just streamed on YouTube and Twitch now. Cool. Um, hmm. But yeah. And probably on the Game Awards website as well. Nice. So, okay. There you go. That is it for our news. It is time, my friend, for the new releases. All right, Josh, let's find out what you're not going to buy this week. Here we go. I don't know if this is Moncage or Moncage, but it's coming out for PC and mobile. No idea what it is. Never heard of it. Uh, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 for PS5, Xbox, and PC. Yeah, you're into the Sherlock Holmes. Is that Holmes? an ICOM sol- simulations game? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, surviving the aftermath for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Here we go. The aftermath uh, of what? This, I, I, Bastards. I don't know. Bastards. Don't know. Uh, Meryl Crazy Days. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that is that is the aftermath, my friend. Uh, the Smurfs Mission Vileaf Smurftastic Edition. <laughs> So that's coming out for the Xboxes, the Playstations, and the Switch. Mm. The Wild at Heart on PS4. I don't know. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. This is a mobile spinoff. No? Don't care? No? Uh, Tamarin. No. For Tamarin for all the uh, Xboxes. And then we've got Blood Rain and Blood Rain 2 Revamped. For PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Hmm. Into Blood Rain? Into Blood I Rain? I don't know. Are they good? What? I don't know. I was never into them. Never really did much for me. Yeah. Uh, Epic Chef for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Cooking game, I assume. <laughs> that sounds uh, great. XO, XO1 for the Xbox and PC. XO Man of War. Undungeon for the Xboxes and PC. I think I heard of that one. 
I never heard of that one. Uh, Battlefield 2024 for pretty much everything but Switch. 2024? Or, sorry, 2042. Jesus. 2042. 2042. 2024, that'd be an ominous, just like, hey, I know... uh, I know we're uh, in a political world right now where things are a little shaky, but yeah. in two years, you're, you're getting so fucked up. It's going to be great. Nerf legends for everything. Nerf legends. <laughs> Nerf herder. All right. And then here it is. It's what everybody's waiting for. The new Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl for the Switch. Hmm. Remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Wow. Diamond and Pearl. That's kind of crazy. You know, of all that list there, if they were going to honestly go back to the 1980s and take and take a franchise that we a beloved franchise on Saturday mornings and put it into a decent epic, you know, fantasy world, the Smurfs would probably be that in all seriousness. Like imagine like the Smurfs running around and being chased by Gargamel and and all that, and going through the fantasy and the forests and everything, and oh man, they could almost do a Pikmin type thing with it, with the Smurfs and their different abilities and stuff. You could do yeah, something sure, really man. cool with that. Who, 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 who. I'm, I'm sure this is more based on the new films, the Smurf movies, or this the animated yeah. series, or whatever, that are just gunk. Gunk, I tell you. <laughs> gunk. How dare you? Gunk. You deface the franchise of the mighty Smurfs that I grew up with and loved. Alright, well, speaking of gunk... Uh, we got uh, we got Dale and his retro recap. Here you go, Dale. Nothing but love. I don't. I didn't. No offense about the gunk comment there, Dale. Uh, here we go. Hey, hey, Mojo Weekly listeners. This is Dale, and welcome back to this week's recap of the retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to Mr. GSK from Retronauts.com and LimitedRunGames.com. Let's get to it. Hitting physical this week, we have Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition for the PS4 and 5 and Xbox One and Series consoles via most retailers. And that is the best-selling award-winning game Skyrim. It's now 10 years old, and of course, Bethesda has found another way to release it yet again. This contains all the previously released DLC as well as a curated selection of released and unreleased mod content from Bethesda's Creation Club. As per the Elder Scrolls fandom wiki, people who own Skyrim Special Edition on the PS5 and Xbox Series S and X will receive a free upgrade to the Anniversary Edition, and owners of the Special Edition going back to the previous generation will will receive three free Creation Club mods. Also hitting physical this week is Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, for Switch, PS4 and 5, Xbox One and Series consoles, and PC PC via the Rockstar Store via most retailers for $60. Now, this features GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas from the PS2 Xbox era for this series, and per Rockstar, they updated the controls to a control scheme similar to Grand Theft Auto 5. And the visuals now have 60 frames per second and support for up to 4K resolutions. Worth noting is both Vice City and San Andreas lost about roughly 15 to 20 songs from their soundtracks due to licensing issues over the years. And I have a link to those song listings in the Mojo Menace forums listing for this. 
Next up for f- the last physical release this week is the Legend of Zelda Game & Watch Edition. Nintendo is following up on their Mario-themed Game & Watch last year with the Legend of Zelda theme this year, collecting both NES Zelda games, the original Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, not the deluxe Game Boy Color version, in addition to some bonus extras like a, the Game & Watch game Vernon now finish now featuring Link. Moving on to digital, and it's worth noting the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy and the Skyrim Anniversary Edition will be having digital releases this week as well. Moving on to the Arcade Archives, we have Little Rabble for the Switch and PS4 for $8, and it's a puzzle game that first hit arcades in 1983 from Namco and utilizes a unique dual stick setup to form shapes around pegs in order to capture an array of creatures. Next up is American Hero for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One for $15. And uh, yeah, believe it or not, there was a long-canceled Jaguar CD game that is now getting its first official release. And while I don't know the best way to describe it, but I highly suggest just to look up a, a YouTube trailer for American Hero. It looks like it could be the plumbers don't wear ties of the Jaguar CD library. We only went one week without a Cotton mention, but it's back this week with Cotton Reboot seeing its release on PC via Steam this week for $45. The Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters continue to hit this week with Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster hitting mobile platforms, iOS and Android, and PC via Steam for $18. Per GSK, it adds quality of life extras like a better user interface, auto battle, and a bestiary and art galleries. Guinong first hit the Mega Drive in 1991, but we in the States may better know it as its Genesis name, Wings of War. This horizontal shmup has a significant demonic theme for its day, includes handy save state and rewind options now, and is also the source for this week's background music, and that is available for $7. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is hitting the Switch this week for $15 digitally, and is just a straight up port of a cell phone port of the original PC Xbox game from Bioware that is set to be receiving an all new remake on newer platforms in the future. And then finally, we have a English fan translation courtesy of user Bertens2 for Sakura Taizen for a pair of Game Boy Color games. And you can find a link to that on the forum listing for this this week on the MojoMenace.com forums. That wraps up this week's big entry. Back to you, John and Jash. All right, thanks, Dale. Mm-hmm. All right, Josh. So uh, we were talking the other day, and we were like, maybe we should just spotlight the Sega Master System a little bit. What a wonderful a couple, little system! A couple games that <clears throat> that uh, that we we maybe either enjoy or don't enjoy, or just want to talk about. Um, you say, "What a wonderful system!" I say, "What an okay system." Well, you know, in the in the in the eight bit world, it was probably my third favorite eight bit system during that time. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah, is what, it what, what, huh? what were one and two? What oh, was def- one and two, definitely the NES. Uh, NES is a fantastic yeah. system. I, I believe it's, in my opinion, it's one of the best consoles of all time. The, the library is fucking unstoppable, like for real. And then yeah. I have a real, real soft spot, soft spot in my heart for the seventy eight hundred. 
I think <laughs> I think seventy eight hundred has um, a lot of really quirky, silly ass games. You got Akari Warriors, you got uh, Ninja Golf. If you don't know Ninja Golf, look it up. It's it's more unique than just about anything on the Master System. And then you have the entire the entire library of the twenty six hundred. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. that's that's huge backwards compatibility in eight bit world. Like, do the ten years worth of gaming, thousands of games. Right. Yeah, um, you best. know, it's I great. was. Uh, I, I, I'd had some time yesterday and I was like, well, Josh and I are going to talk about the master system. I'm not super familiar with the master system, but I always kind of felt like, man, I think the master system might be underrated, you know? And then I played a bunch of games for it yesterday and I was like, you know what? I think it's rated fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's rated just fine. It's just fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. The first time I ever played the master system, actually, I was here in, in the twin cities and I was walking through a mall um, and it was right around the time the master system like just came out it either wow. or was just coming out. And they had uh, Sega had set up in uh, like the, you know, like the main, main area, like the concourse area of the mall. They set up this huge display with like probably 20 um, different kiosks where you could walk oh, up shit. and just play a bunch of different master system games. So they played like, they had like afterburner and, you know, uh, just, just a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, uh, master system games. So I got to play it and I thought the controller was really cool. I liked the D pad on it because I was used to the NES D pad that had the, you know, the hard yep. plus shape thing and the, and the master system D pad was more, you know, like what I would get used to later with the turbo graphics, um, so I was impressed by that. Uh, and then um, I think about a year or so after that, I went over to a friend's house and he had a master system and um, we played Golvelius. Nice. And uh, the the compile game that is kind of their, I don't know, their take on like a Zelda style game a little bit, or, you know, it's, it's a little bit of Zelda two kind of, because it's got, you know, uh, side scrolling and top down, and it's got like scrolling uh, levels as well, like auto scrolling levels. Where, yeah, um, it's not it's not like a shmup, but it's like a auto scrolling hacky shmup kind of thing. I don't know, hard to hard to explain. So I was always like, man, I, I really want to go back and play that Golvelius someday. So I did yesterday, uh, some uh, thirty years later, thirty plus years later, and uh, who boy, that game is. That game is rough, dude. <laughs> the game is super rough. Have you played Golvelius recently? I don't think I've played it recently, no. I, I do recall playing it, though, and thinking it was very cool. But Yeah, uh, it's, it is not good. Um, holy crap, it is not good. So mm. I remember what, what, what I remember about it, like the quirkiness and, and the rough edges, I remember them being charming. Like, for example, the side-scrolling areas, when you move backwards, like your character... Uh, doesn't turn around. He just backs up, right? Instead oh, geez. Of, you know, as you're walking this way, and then when you back up, it's like, rant, 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 rant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, but I thought that was just eight bit charming, you know. Sure. Uh, it turns out it's just, it turns out it's eight bit shitty. Um, but anyway, <laughs> and then, and then the over, the overworld areas. Oh my god! Uh, so I posted a stream of it on YouTube yesterday. You can go to YouTube.com/slash Mojo Menace and watch me just beat my head against the goddamn wall trying to trying to uh, enjoy this game at all. Jeez! Um, I, I I finally did what every streamer hates to do, and I busted out a guide. Yeah. Like, okay, guys, we're just gonna I'm just gonna have to pull up a guide because I have zero idea what the hell I'm supposed to do next. Um, <laughs> There is one area that I got to that uh, it has a bunch of like a bunch of blue 
rocks. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to push one of these fucking rocks, right? And 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 to get to because every screen in the overhead uh, area has like a hole that you that you climb into, like a cave, basically that you have to try to figure out how to open the cave for that screen. Okay. This one, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to like push a rock or something. Couldn't figure it out. And the, in the meantime, enemies are just swarming on me the whole time. Like, and I'm like, fuck. So pull out a guide. Turns out there's one rock out of, I think, probably 20 rocks that you have to hit with your sword five times. What? <laughs> and I'm just like, how the fuck would anybody have known this back in the day if not for a guide? No right? way. If they didn't have a guide. And how many kids back in the day were looking at Sega Master System guides? Like zero. Nobody. You know? Hell no. Um, so anyway, uh, the game is clunky as fuck. Uh, plays like shit. Uh, but it's one of those games that's just so goddamn obtuse that I can't help but be like, this is actually kind of fun because I hate it so much, you know? <laughs> so that's Golvelius. So, wow. Um, yeah. So I was like, okay, I took a break and I was like, I'm just going to Google top 10 best master system games. Wow. Right? right. So I did that. And, uh, one game kept on coming up in all these lists and that was Psycho Fox. You ever play Psycho Fox? Not only have I played Psycho Fox, I own Psycho Fox, and I grabbed it <laughs> as the one game that I was going to kind of show off as one of those weird games that a lot of people don't talk about. Hilariously, it's funny that you say it was mentioned yeah. in all these top 10 lists, but I actually think it's one of the best games on the Master System. Not only is it one of the best games on the Master System, it's a very quirky, interesting Vic Tokai trilogy of games. It's the second game in the series. Really? What's uh, what's the rest of the series? So the NES had a game, and it came out in the U.S. As a matter of fact, this whole trilogy came out in the U.S. They're just completely unassociated with each other storyline-wise. The first one was what? called Kid Cool and the Quest for the Seven Wonder Herbs on the NES. Then there was <laughs> Psycho Herbs, Fox yeah. and the Master System. And then on the Sega yeah. Genesis, they made a game called Decapitac. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, spiritual right. sequels in a trilogy of games together, and all have very similar gameplay. Um, I loved Kid Cool when I was a kid because my parents picked games out of the bargain bin. They they were the uh, it's it's Josh's birthday next Tuesday. Okay, cool. Uh, here's Kid Cool and the Quest for the Seven Wonder Herbs. It was ten dollars in the bargain bin. Oh, mom and dad, I was really hoping for Super Mario Two or Mega Man or something. They're like, no, shut up, kid. Here's Kid Cool and the Quest for the Seven Wonder Herbs. I said, this is awesome. Brought it home. Yeah. I played the shit out of that game. I played it all the way through to the end. It's got quirky. By quirky, it is terrible controls, awful gameplay, horrific. Actually, the soundtrack's pretty cool, but horrific graphics. Um, it, yeah. It's it's so stupid um, that I wound up loving those kinds of games. That's why I fell in love with Heidelide. Again, Bargain Bin. Kid Cool. Zex Eyes. Like, these are the kind of games that I grew up with and just fell in love with. They're weird, obscure, just junk games that were you know, 10, 15 bucks instead of the $50 Mega Man's and the $50 Shadow Gates and the really cool games. I got the shit like Heidelide. I had to play Heidelide. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Psycho Fox. It's pretty cool. It's a it's a fun, stupid little uh, platforming side scroller. Um, you have this little yeah. character that you can grab and throw at things. Um, you get power ups. Oh, you're a little bird. I, I, I started call. I didn't know his name, so I was just calling him Chirpy. Chirpy. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah, a little that. bird. He looked like a tiny little owl or something. I was just chucking Chirpy. That game would be impossible without Chirpy, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, you absolutely need Chirpy. And uh, Kid Cool has yeah. the same thing. In, I think it's called Wiki in, in Kid Cool. But. Mm. 
Uh, tell me what the difference is between the characters in Psycho Fox, because I, I saw none. I saw zero difference between. Uh, I think you can play as the fox, the hippo, the monkey, the tiger, and I don't know, one other. I don't believe there's any difference in any of the characters, just the way they look. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what's the point of this power-up that allows me to select the other characters? Uh, I didn't see any. Let's consult the manual, John. Oh, yeah, yeah. The manual. I was was tempted to look up a guide for this, too, because I'm like, what's the fucking point? Um, anyway, uh, the name of the, uh, Psycho Fox, the name of the game is, uh, is a uh, leap of faith. It should be Psycho Fox, many leaps of faith Yeah, because it's one of those platformers that it gets you to the end of a platform and you're like, do I jump? I guess I'm going to jump and see where I land. Yep. And, uh, about once out of every five or six jumps, you're just going to land in a pit and die. Yep. Um, it's great. And uh, I think it controls like shit. Um, you have uh, to get, uh, you have to build up momentum. Yeah, I was going to say a very strange momentum feature because it doesn't have like super running. You don't immediately super run. You just have to hold over for like half the screen to get a run going. Yeah. So if there's a jump and, like this and, big, you're not going to just jump it. You have to start back here, get a running start, and then jump it. Yeah, and be That's careful great. on that run too, because once you start running, you start hauling ass, and you will, and it's a one hit kill. <laughs> yeah. So you will very likely just run into like a little enemy and die because you're hauling so much ass. It's so great, John. It's so fun. <laughs> it is another one of those like kind of broken, quirky games that you're like, all right, I'm gonna play this because it's yeah. it's awful and I love it. <clears throat> um, yeah. Outside of Fantasy Star, and I love Fantasy Star, I really do. But outside of Fantasy Star, would any top 10 Master System game make even the top 50 NES games? I mean, being honest. I don't think so. Isn't that crazy? I don't think so, man. But yeah. Yeah. What I was thinking about the Master System uh, as I was playing was, I was like, even the best Master System games were done better on other consoles and probably oh, yeah, the definitely. graphics. I mean, hell yeah. So I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like Fantasy Zone, R-Type, Wonder Boy. You know, all wonderful games, uh, but done better on the Turbo Graphics. Oh you know, God, yeah, the, the no, Turbo I mean, Graphics ports of them were better. Dragon's Trap, great game, wonderful yep. on the Master System, yep. even better on the Turbo Graphics. Yep, East Book One. This is one of the yep. best games you can get on the Master System. But why in the hell would you play this one when you can grab the Turbo Graphics CD game, which is nigh yeah. perfect? Yeah. Yeah, good games. Uh, Wonderful so, little system. I'm sure if you grew up so with it, in, you'd have the nostalgia. But mm, I don't know. Uh, in short, <laughs> I'm going to say Sega Master System. It's rated just fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's not it's, underrated. It's, it's remembered appropriately. Yeah, I agree. You know, completely agree. <laughs> this turned into the shit on Sega episode of. <laughs> oh, tune in next uh, week when we take a shit on the Sega Dreamcast, folks. Oh, <laughs> the. You know, uh, the one Sega Master System game that I've played that I just think is awesome and cannot be found anywhere else uh, is actually, you know, the uh, Sega Mark II or Mark III game, uh, Megumi Rescue. And that's the one that I played at Midwest Gaming Classic. I really do love that one. Unfortunately, unfortunately for that, you need an $80 paddle controller. Otherwise, it just straight up doesn't work. Um, Best yeah, so I guess that one's kind of out of the running. That's too bad. So anyway, that's it, man. Time for the last question. All right, brother. Uh, give me 
what's what's an appropriately rated game from back in the day that people are like, man, this really, you know, people people overlook this game, but it it's so good, you know, you know. But you're like, you know what? It's it's gone for a reason. It people don't remember it Jesus. for a reason. What's, you know? what's Does the, this make sense? What's Does the that question there, sense? John? What's the question? <laughs> okay, it's a game so where okay, is, it's a game where where uh, it was rated like eh, and then people are like, oh my god, yeah, this game's so great, and you're like, no, it's still eh. Yeah, maybe like a game that just people hype up from the past, you know, from our childhood. And they're like, man, I wish we had more in this series. This game was so great. And you're like, no, no, it's fine. Bro, remember when Sonic was the shit and everybody on Super Nintendo was like, man, I wish we had a Sonic game. And then they fucking came out with Arrow the Acrobat. That was (laughs) that was legit lit, bro. No, it was. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think Arrow the Acrobat's pretty meh. I don't know that anybody's ever been like fucking Arrow the Acrobat. Woohoo! They need to, and they have brought it back. I think. And didn't they release like a new one? I don't know. In, I don't in know. the last few years, I was I so know. pissed when that game came out because I was really excited because I love Sunsoft. Sunsoft was my favorite eight bit developer. I love their games. And uh, when they yeah. hit sixteen bit, it was like, oh man, they're not. They're not really. You know, Blaster Master Two was kind of disappointing. You know, there was a few games that they came out with, and it's like, eh. And then they started really pushing Arrow the Acrobat, and I'm like, fuck yes, this is when Sunsoft's going to make their big triumphant return and say, like, guess what, everyone, we're still the best developers out there. And I remember sitting down for like a half an hour with that thing, and it was like, God, this is not good, just not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm stumped by my own question because I'm sure there are a lot of games. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, what's that fucking, uh, NES made by published by star tropics. We don't need any more star tropics. It's fine. We haven't got any new star tropics. I wouldn't mind a new star tropics. I think that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. It was cool, but that's my point. People are like, man, Nintendo should really bring back star tropics. And I'm like, "Eh, eh, or not. I don't give a shit. You know what? Okay. If we're going to take that step, I'm gonna, I'll tell you one. And I, I think it's an okay game, but honestly, I'm fine with it never coming back ever again. And that's Kid Icarus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, yeah. the, the 3DS version uh, was like, you didn't care when it came back? I you didn't. weren't hyped for no. the 3DS one? Man. No. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. That's all right. All right I'd, rather, I'd rather see a new Star Tropics than a new Kid Icarus. Oh, hot take Josh. He's <laughs> back again. Back again. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want more of our stuff, uh, you can find it at mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Josh is walking. I'm walking. I don't know what's happening there. Anyway, take it home, John. Uh, take it home. Take us home. <laughs> taking it home. Uh, on the forums, on the main page of our forums, you can find a link to our Discord chat. We don't hand that shit out to just anybody. You got to work for it. So go to mojomenace.com slash forums, click that link. And you'll uh, go to our wonderful, wonderful Discord chat. Uh, other than that, you can find us at youtube.com slash Mojo Menace, twitch.tv slash Mojo Menace, all the social medias, Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? Oh, my God. Hi, I'm Joshua. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore on all the Internet. And also check me out on Twitch, the Twitcherverse. Uh, just look for Joshua Turbo. I'm on there Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, and Saturday mornings. Mm, I'm I, I'm going to call you out here, Josh. Um, I was just tweedling around on Twitch yesterday, and I noticed that uh, 
Mojo Menace is not one of your recommended uh, streamers. It actually is. There. Were you doing that on a phone or on a computer? On a computer, man. It's down there. You're allowed. You're allowed up to eight, and I think you're my fifth. Mm. Oh, fifth! Wow, fifth. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm assuming you're. I'm on yours as a recommended Twitcher. Are you serious? Number one, baby. Aww. Number one. You're such Number a, one. Most nice highly guy. recommended. I, I'll take a screenshot of it and show you, my friend. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I was. I was deeply hurt. I. I was. I. Was, like I, I think I started my Twitch account like six or seven years ago, and I. I still don't know. I really still don't know how to use Twitch. I'm still very new to it. Um, I don't understand it very well at all. And the only people I ever followed, I think, was Owl Anonymous, Sarumaro, and then like a friend or or no, Games Done Quick. That was it. And for the longest time, that was yeah. the three that I ever followed until like. June. In June, I started to really pay attention to it. Now, since you've gotten me into it, we did that Street Fighter night. That was super fun. We need to do another one yeah. of those. We need to do another game night. We do. I think yeah, it'd be fun. Do. Get everybody on Friday the yeah. 13th or something, dude. That'd be so much fun. But um, yeah. assuming their servers ever work again. Anyway, sorry. This is like the like the longest <laughs> outro ever. But like... Uh, <laughs> Um, I've had my finger over the outro button for the past four minutes now. <laughs> anyway, I promise you, you are online. Promise, promise. <laughs> I was just joking anyway. All but right, right. that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Laters.